let me bring you up to speed. We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist Dear tiny Jesus, golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man, he had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Oh! Hey guys, welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. This is Seth Henniger, and you're listening to 88.5 JFM, the best two hours of radio during the week. And in the studio, I want to invite the people that make this show so great, so wonderful, and so fun to my right. In his Hawaiian shirt, standing at six foot, I don't know, I don't know, the uh, bearded butt wonder from down under, my good friend Jameson Fowler. Whoa. There is only a beard on my face. That's right. That is the only place I have a beard. That's right. He tried to hello, everyone. (laughs) Hey there, hi there, ho there. Supreme Aloha. Also in the studio is our very own unicorn, the sassy wiggles redheaded unicorn, Brad Hudson. I'm here and I'm alive. <laughs> we are doing good today. That's right. That's Man, you right. got low standards for a Tuesday, my friend. Are you okay? Come on. Hey, it's varsity day. Hey. And it's time to sp- spread some sunshine. How's that Spre- how's that salad going? Oh, the salad's fantastic. Isn't good? I've joined the Charburger Salad Club. With yes, that. yes. Oh. We're together on this. Also in the studio, the man who makes everything happen, from the chords, the music, to the to the cameras, to everything beautiful and wonderful in this world. He's the Willy Wonka of radio. His name is Steven Spiegel. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Happy to be here. <laughs> I'm very excited also to have a special co-host with us in the studio from La Point Church, one of the pastors. The Quentin Williams. What is going on? It's man. so good to be with you guys, man. I'm excited. Well, to have you here, Glenn. The, the, best, the best ball cap I've seen in a long oh, time. Yes. Thank oh, you. Yeah. My wife gives me heck about this ball cap, <laughs> so like, thank you so much. floral like, aesthetic. Yeah, yes. I like it. If I like it. Are you listening to us on the radio? Go check out our Facebook Live and take a look at this hat. How can they find us, Brad? They Unless you're Facebook. driving. Yeah. <laughs> Don't use your phone and drive, but go to Facebook. Unofficial, the Varsity Radio Show, our live streams up. Uh, and share that, like it while you're there, and yeah. give our page a like. Pretty cool. The, spe- yeah. the special thing about this hat is it came from 
Hobby Lobby, mm-hmm. and you use that little coupon, it's like a $4 hat. I mean, this is yeah. an incredible hat. That right is here. awesome. Three and a half of those dollars go right to Jesus because it's Hobby Lobby. There you it's go. right. There you go. You got the instrumental Christian music playing in the background. So, you know, what's better than a flower hat and instrumental Christmas mu- uh, Christian music? <laughs> it is Christmas music sometimes. Uh, also in very, the studio. Very occasional. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also Some in the, might even say seasonal. Also, yeah. also in the studio is the greatest burger in Marshall. County, the Charburger, mm. who also, uh, hey, Newsflash has awesome salads as well. Yes, and so. the and the chicken on there, the grilled chicken, is fantastic. It's really good. Uh, they have famous char grilled Wildcat burgers, chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, and jumbo crispy onion rings. They are open Monday through Saturday, five thirty to seven, and they are now open on Sunday from ten to three p.m. Uh, if you want to call ahead and make an order, 256-505-4720. Hey, let's go to some memes. And I love this. This is beautiful. I think you posted this, Brad. It, it moved my heart. If you see one of these four faces, just forfeit the game. And uh, <laughs> One of them is, go Kawhi, ahead. is Kawhi Leonard in like Game 5 of the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Or no, this is Eastern Conference. Yeah. Second round of the playoffs when they played... Uh, no, no, this this was the uh, semifinals. I'm sorry, guys. Is that your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> also, my name is Jameson, and I can't read. Also, um, and then also you have LeBron James uh, looking somewhere between constipated and determined. I don't know mighty which scary, one. Mighty scary, mighty uh, scary. And then you have Kevin Durant with his stank face. Golden State Warriors. He probably just buried a like dagger three-pointer on somebody. Or tore his Achilles. Or, oh, okay. He's the only man that can tear his Achilles and still, you know, nab a $100 million contract. There you go. Come on, come on. And then you have... The most intimidating man on the page. That would be that would be Alexander Shinora. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Call me, Alabama. Call me, Alabama. Uh, no, this is one Michael Scott. Yes, um, very see, intimidating. People that were there in Scranton on that fateful day in 2006 um, still talk <laughs> about this game. Season 1, episode 3. Right, right, um, right. There you go. They still talk about this game, and it's... Uh, That's so funny. It's impacted. I have dreams about it still. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. It really was. Yeah, some some say Jordan was a great player. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Scott Michael blew Scott. him out of the water. So Greatest player. I, second second meme, uh, since you love, uh, we talked about this Lord of the Rings so much. Quentin, you want to describe that? Yeah, so you have the the, the one ring being held, but then the words yeah. raw cookie dough yes. going on there. All right, And then you have the CDC, which is uh, our head elf. What? Uh, help me, elf, uh, uh, buddy. It's the king. Buddy it's the, the king elf, telling him <laughs> to, to Bilbo <laughs> to cast. I'm, my friends are going to give me uh, a lot of grief over that. Yes, but the, yes, the king elf yes. casting the says, tell him to cast it into the oven, bake it. Uh, talking about the ring or cookie dough. Cookie yes. dough. And, yes. and then you have this, the character saying me. Saying no, 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 no! I'm no. eating this cookie That's dough right. all. Right? Cast it into the oven. <laughs> <laughs> now there are some people that that go overboard with this, okay? And they will eat the cookie dough like a burrito. Like they just kind of unravel the the toffee house sausage, and then they just eat it like a burrito. No, no, who like, does that? People. And then really? It's documented. No. Okay. <laughs> One step further than this. Okay. <laughs> When I was in missionary training in Springfield, uh-huh. Missouri yeah, last yeah. summer, yeah. there is, I don't remember the name of the place, but there is, it's like a cookie dough, like, like bar, not, not like, not like alcohol bar, but like, 
go to it and you can pick out your flavor of cookie dough like it's ice cream and you just eat it and i was i was excited i was like this is Did like a fat kid's dream i'm excited i go up in there and i'm telling you i had sugar belly for like two days like i woke <laughs> up the next morning uh, i was like if this is as close to a hangover as i ever get i never want to like actually drink because right. i was sick at my stomach yeah so I, like I, I think it's one of those things you just have to like take a little bit when you make cookies it's that you just got to do yeah. it in these small amounts yeah you, know, if, you can't overwork it oh, if man. you take a whole roll of cookie dough and take a full bite of it i would get sick with the bite my i wouldn't even be able to like I couldn't yeah. imagine See, having. That's how it felt when you were eating this cookie dough out of this cup. Like you know, as you're eating it, you're like, "This is a horrible idea." But like, Mama didn't raise a quitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want stuff. That's good. I actually went that's back good. again because I'm stupid. And it, yes. <laughs> and it same result. Didn't like it. Yeah. Mm. Hey, second. This is our last meme right here. Is meme number three. There's a uh, vending machine, and it says, "Not accepting change." Thanks. And then somebody, I love how people do this, said change is inevitable. Deal with it. I like that it. That was some baby like boomer it. that probably yes. slapped that on there. Tired and of your millennial vending machines. That's right. That's right. Hey, we have had a fantastic time. We're going to throw you some amazing music right now. Steven? Here's Adept with Incoherence, blessed upon a phrase. Brand wow. new right That's here on the Varsity right Radio Show. Yeah. It's Hi, I'm Brindley Denny. And I'm Andrew Trammell. And we're We're from from Alberville High School. School. And And you're you're listening listening to the Varsity Varsity Radio Radio Show. And on the phone, we have the one, the only, Russ Daniels. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am fantastic. And I guess you were very busy this week, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not taking any naps or anything, right? No. No. <laughs> okay. So, uh, tell people uh, tell people what's going on this weekend. Yep. So, we've got our Power Leadership Training Conference for the students. So, uh, that starts Friday night and goes until Saturday night. And registration is actually closed this year for the students. Um, but, Friday night is the PLT party, which is when we are having, for King and Country, Anthem Lights are going to come and perform, and then Shady Robertson is going to speak. Um, and so that is open to the public, and tickets are still available for the Friday night PLT party. So uh, you definitely don't want to miss it. It is a blast. And so tickets are available at Ticketmaster, and you can also get there from our website as well, or you can go to the box office box office at the VBC. So um, definitely want all who can come to be there Friday night. That's fantastic. Hey, also, don't you have something else coming on? Uh, yes. So we've got UIC, which is Unity in the Community, which is when we bring all of the football teams together. Uh, we do this for football. Uh, we also do it in uh, the winter for basketball and then baseball in the spring and softball. And uh, But anyway, so it is. Uh, kind of like a media day, and where we bring in all the, the teams and coaches and their captains, and um, the media comes in and they interview them, and uh, it, it really is kind of like you would see an SEC media day. So we got the news stations that come in, and then uh, we have a time of just some uh, character clinic, and then after that, a little SCA rally. So it's it's an awesome day, and that is August 18th. So um, any coaches 
uh, football teams that are interested, please give us a call. We'd love to have you there. We've got some spots left. Awesome. And your guest speaker, Timothy Alexander? Yes. Timothy Alexander is awesome. He actually came to Alberville camp. Oh yes, um, and spoke there, and he's got an awesome story. So I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too much of his story in case uh, we get some people to come. But he, he's definitely got a great story, and, and God used him in awesome ways. So we're really excited for that. Man, Russ, it's we- it's sturdy. His his story. It's sturdy. <laughs> it's organic. And it, it can lift you up and hold you up, um, much like this table of yours that that I hear so much about. Russ, is it is it I still doing well? Yes, it's, it's <laughs> doing well. It's now in my new apartment, so I actually get to appreciate it in my own. Whereas it was in her apartment in college when I made it originally. So yeah, here we are. And the Russ is about to get married, isn't that right? Correct. That is uh, next weekend. Come on now, Russ is not going to be a bachelor anymore. FCA's busiest <laughs> man, right there. Come on. It is. Yeah, I just, you know, right after PLT, so I'll take a deep breath and go get married. Yeah, and then run into unity in the community right there. Yep, I uh, actually won't be back for that. So you know, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Give the man a break. Seth. Give the man a break. <laughs> I know. I was just like, I was impressed. I was impressed. But anyway, we're so glad that you called Russ. Hey, if you have not gotten your tickets for the PLT party, go to Ticketmaster. Get you some tickets. You don't want to miss what's going on Friday night. You know what Uh, else you don't want to miss? See you later, Russ. All right. See y'all. Thank you so much. I was I was gonna include Russ in this, but I mean, if you just wanna, if you're all about excluding people, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, unlike Seth, (laughs) Charburger never wants to exclude you. They want you there. They want you there from 5.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday and 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Sundays. If you're there that long, they probably will move you out of the store, though. Hey, man, you, yeah. keep, <laughs> you keep slinging the cash, they'll keep slinging food. I agree. Such as their famous Chargo Wildcat Burger, their scrumptious chicken fingers, Philly cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings, and don't you dare sleep on them milkshakes. Yeah, they are good. super thick. Like, mm. I'm talking three or four C's at least. <laughs> They're nice. located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69 in Gunnersville. Yeah. Let's go to some music. I just wonder if Russ is still on the line. Russ? I am. Oh, hey! Hey! See, we didn't it's exclude like, him. Just out of curiosity. Russ, you just made our day. <laughs> you guys made my day. <laughs> don't, don't be sleeping on Russ either. That's right. Hey, Russ, <laughs> next time you come, you got to have some charburger bur- char with us. Hey, I'm, I'm down. Yeah. After your wedding, come on over. Yeah. Honeymoon yeah. <laughs> at the varsity. That's right. <laughs> Russ and FCA, check them out. Check out the charburger. Hey, let's go to some music. All right, I got Tadashi and Triple E with Godflex right here on the Varsity Radio Show. I've been excited about this one. Today, I want to talk about bad translation. Actually, we're going to be talking about prayer. But, Quentin, have you ever been to another country? Yeah, yes, I've been to On a, a mission trip. Yep, yep, have I've you ever there. preached with a translator? 
Yeah, I've had to I've had to teach pastors and have two different translations going. Whoa. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. How did that work? Well, you, like, you, slow. You're gonna enjoy this story. <laughs> you're gonna enjoy this story. So a month ago, I'm in Romania. Okay, I'm preaching to this church on a morning, and uh, it, it's full of people and everything. I'm preaching about the prodigal son, right? Right. And I have this translator. Her name's Cami, and she's she's beside me. And you know how it works. I'll say something like, I'll say a sentence, I will stop, she'll translate. And I'm talking about the prodigal son and how he made many mistakes and made some just dumb mistakes. Like just, you know, kind of like when I I uh, make stupid mistakes with my wife, like sticking my foot in my mouth, you know what I'm sure. saying. That's what I yeah. was thinking. But how it was translated was I was cheating on my wife. Oh my okay? goodness. <laughs> so, oh my goodness. So, oh no. What a nightmare. So I preached. Run, run, run. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I preached this whole sermon. I'm wondering why they're not so responsive anymore. Okay? Yeah. They, they checked or, out. Or why they're looking at me with these gazing eyes. You know, I was like, what? I, like, this is a good sermon. Why are we not like, why are people not getting it? <laughs> if I knew that to myself. The, yeah, at the end. <laughs> At the end, in fact, the translator comes back and explains to the people in the room that I was a happily married man and that I was not, in fact, cheating on my wife. That Did he they wait just until after the sermon? At, yes. As an aside, so, like, uh, we want to explain a little bit about this sermon. Yes, now yes, that yes, you've yes, all yes. tuned out 90% of what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they, they translate, right? They tell him he didn't mean this. And then everybody you can see in the room has this sigh, right? Like, I'm in the center. Oh, good. <laughs> I don't know. Put, put the rope up. We're not stringing him up anymore. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Take a breath. So, put the tar and feathers back in the closet. Right. So this is a bad translation. Wouldn't you agree? Like, yes, this that is, would be. I don't know. This is a pretty funny translation. This is a terrible yeah. translation. But, and here's, here's the correlation I want to make. I, I think when we think about prayer, right? So, so often our prayer life, too often we think that we may need to be impressive to God, that, uh, that we, we may need to have our lives all together before we pray, or that we, uh, you know, that we're not very good at uh, praying, so uh, we're not going to invest a lot of our time in it, only the, like, God is great prayers. Mm. So we, we kind of put that on the back burner. So, uh, so how do we get past our fear of translation issues? Uh, I, I want to show you, I want to talk about a guy named Daniel, who was an amazing prayer, right? And uh, But first, I want to say this about prayer, and I think I've said this before. Prayer's not complicated. It's it's communication, it's relationship with God. And I think we get so consumed with it, we forget that God created language, and we don't have to be impressive, right? He's not impressed with how big your words are, because he created them. Uh, and so... How, what, what do we know about Daniel's prayer life? I like this in Daniel 6, 5. Everyone knew what Daniel's first priority is. In fact, this is how they catch Daniel. You've heard Daniel in the lines, Dan. Most of you out there, if you haven't, Daniel is like he's one of the governors uh, under the king. And he is trying. Uh, he's just serving God. He's living the life. He's doing what he's supposed to. And so God's promoting him. Well, that makes people jealous. When you get promoted, people get jealous. And they get jealous to the point they want to kill this guy. And they say this in Daniel 6, 5. So they concluded, our only chance of finding grounds of accusing Daniel will be connecting the rules of his religion. Like, it's it's the only way we're going to get this guy. 
is by his religious following, by following his God. So my question to you, Quentin, and, and then I'm going to come to uh, Jameson, is how do people know what your biggest priorities are? Yeah, I, I think that's a great question, especially in a world we live in where people take, they're, they're, circum, they're circumspect of any, anything we say or do if we're being genuine in this, yeah. in this world. And so I think that it's really living it in the moment, your priority. If, if Christ is your priority, he doesn't just show up on Sunday or he doesn't just show up when you're, you know, just at a Bible study, but it's part of your life and, and you interact in that way. And so you see every moment as a moment to be a moment that Christ gets to be present in. Yeah. And when, when you do that, then it becomes very clear to people that that becomes a priority. And so it's, it's talking to your, your waiter, or your waitress. It's, it's, yeah. it's stopping at the gas pump. It's hanging out with you guys. It's, mm-hmm. it's wherever yeah. I go, wherever we go as believers that we let, let Jesus be the center of that moment. We don't be yeah. selfish with it. We decide to give that moment away to the people around us for Christ's sake, for the gospel's sake. Yeah. And when that happens, that's that priority, I think. Yeah, that's good. Jameson? It kind of reminds me, I think I'm, I'm going to try to string up some thoughts here. I might need you guys to help me. <laughs> With um, no sleep. You I'm, got I'm, I'm working on no sleep, <laughs> one Red Bull, and a whole lot of Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so, like, how you're... What comes to mind when I when I when you ask that question is you know, like what you give your time to the most. That's you know the Bible says that you know where your heart is there your where your treasure is there your heart may be found also. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like the more time you spend with Jesus, that's gonna show. It's like when Moses went up on Mount Sinai and and he was there with God for forty days and forty nights, and when he came back down, his face was glowing yeah and so so much so that they had to put a veil over his face because people couldn't look at him you know yeah they were blinding him um and that affected the people around him and i feel like the more time you spend with jesus the more time it's like you're talking about it's going to affect the people around us and it's going to show it the fruit will be evident because it's like you say we're we're uh we're showing jesus to the people around us and our waitress we're just it will just show it will be evident it won't have to be something that people have to really dig for it will be very obvious yeah 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 it doesn't have to be the the t-shirt with the the you know the jesus <laughs> quote God, jesus do. which is fine right? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but if if that's all we are uh-huh. yeah. then we're missing part of it. i mean that doesn't yeah. make a priority that no, just, not at all. You know, that doesn't that doesn't show what we're committed to especially so. if you wanna, especially if you want to wear that t-shirt and then maybe do something you shouldn't do or say something you shouldn't say mm-hmm. like that's sure. come on brad works yeah. the opposite ways so. yeah like the like the jesus fish on the back of the yeah, or, or putting like a maniac. Or putting, <laughs> you know, churches have stickers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you know, if you yeah. put a sticker on the back of your car representing your church, you better not do anything to oh, like, yeah. do my, stupid my, things. My to daughter me. asked me two days ago. Said, Dad, why don't you have one of those stickers of your church on the back of your car? <laughs> <laughs> said, uh, I, I, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I don't want to answer <laughs> that. <laughs> All the churches but, have them. It's just secondhand <laughs> conviction from your children. Yeah, like, that's not how this is like quit being so observant. Yeah, like, oh, Somebody goes, one of those guild stickers on their car. Yeah. So uh, the second point is this, and and I love this because I, you know, Quentin and and Jameson, I I know, and uh, Brad, in our lives, like if you like really read the Bible, there's a lot of like drop the mic moments. They're hilarious. Like where Jesus, like if you look at him like I do, where Jesus will just straight up like roast. Yeah, he'll roast Pharisees. He'll do. Uh, incredible things and this is one of those moments right here and uh daniel did not trade his standards for the world so they they give an edict that they're going to worship the king for the next 30 days right 
and that if anybody worships anybody else, you know, because it would be cool to have your own holiday, so that's what he's thinking, uh, that you're going to get thrown into a lion's den and you're going to die for worshiping anybody else. And this is Daniel's response, immediately following, because, uh, well, anyway, I'll read it to you, Daniel 6.10, but when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home, and he knelt down, as usual, in his upstairs room, with its windows open towards Jerusalem, and he prayed three times a day, just as he'd always done, giving thanks to God. He didn't change his ways here. I love this. Daniel's like, I don't care what you do. Like, I'm going to do... I mean, he is in the upstairs room. Everybody in the everybody going down the street with can his hear homie open. with his windows open. Like he is, this is like a stick it to you moment, yeah. right? Who he was, love it. And uh, my question is this: Why does our culture so often change our standards or the standards of others? If it doesn't us, how does it change people around us? Why does our culture change us? I guess. I love that verse, and I love the way that you asked this question and tied this in, because sometimes we take things maybe that we're um, scared to speak out about the, like, how the how the Bible, like, what the Bible says on something. We're scared to speak out for that because we fear that we would be rejected or that our words would be weaponized against Christianity and we wouldn't be able to stand up to it. So sometimes, instead of making uh, making an effort to let the world be, uh, be more like God, we try to manipulate our views to fit what the world wants us to think yeah or to fit what the world has to offer and that sometimes allows um culture to change people's uh, standards their their beliefs it's when something here on this earth seems more important to them than what god has to offer what god believes in something so well the pull the pull of culture is so strong i mean it's and i get it when i'm coaching kids or i'm hanging out with students or i'm hanging out with some of my friends or wherever it's it's really power and money like right that's what culture is telling us if you want to matter in this world then you need to be you need to have power you need to have money i mean that's yeah. how you matter in in, in yeah. an economy of christ it's totally opposite of that, yeah, right? You know, it's yeah. about it's about Completely humility. It's about being selfless, and so uh, for it's it's just hard for for us to wake up. You, if you watch TV, if you watch a movie, if you listen to music, most anything's going to tell you chase power and money, and so that's how you know the, the culture is changing us because that that is the culture that's trying to change those standards. But uh, I mean, I think what we have to do is we have to always reprioritize what's important to get the standards we need for our life i mean christ gives us that that standard by his life but i think i honestly think the key to really fighting it this this idea is gratitude yeah how do we begin to be grateful and show gratitude uh one thing that's changed my life more than anything recently is i started doing a gratitude journal where every night i try to write down three things i'm grateful for and it allows me not to worry about uh, you know how many zeros are in a bank account, or mm-hmm. how much power I have. It lets me just be grateful for what Christ has done and what He continues to do in my life. And we can live in a place of gratitude. And I think that's really. I mean, Daniel. You know why he prayed? Because God has saved him from so much. Yes, man. He had came through. He, he he went through the. Uh, you know, being taken out of Jerusalem, he was in put into slavery. Mm-hmm. He came through it all. Yeah. I mean, that dude was never gonna quit praying. Yeah. God had saved him and been faithful to him. He yeah. knew who to be grateful to. And when we get grateful, we'll always be there and we'll be praying to God, yeah. thanking Him for the things He's given us. It's good. And I think another cool thing here is like, you're talking about how like David was, was faithful. I'm sorry, Daniel was Daniel. faithful. Yeah. <laughs> Same difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, both he's, <laughs> he made Jesus a priority, you know, or made God a priority. And 
he um through everything he's been through regardless of what the law said or anybody else said i ain't, I ain't stopping now yeah i've been through too much to let anybody tell me especially much less culture you know how to serve my god or what to do and you know as, as the story you know unfolds here like even when it looked you know the darkest that it possibly could and when he his life was on the line god was ultimately faithful to daniel mm-hmm. so i mean it pays it absolutely pays dividends to be i mean to be faithful absolutely. And, and to stand even when it's not popular and especially when it's not easy yeah and then the last thing i want to say daniel learned that his prayer life affected more than just him yeah right and there's four things that happened here one Daniel gets delivered from the lion's den. Pretty big deal, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty big deal. I would chalk that up as a big deal. Yeah, yeah, that's a win. Not being torn apart. Second, secondly, he uh, he actually is is God is glorified mm-hmm. in the entire country because the king vows an edict right after this. I was going to read this uh, in, in ver- verses twenty five through twenty seven. It says. That he says Daniel's God is the dude, right? Like he is the man, and he is the God of all gods, and you can't mess with him anymore. So he changes the whole culture because of Daniel's what what happened overnight. Uh, at third, uh, he gets his enemies are getting rid of, right? Like don't they end up in the lines, Daniel? Oh, the second they pull <laughs> Daniel out, the king throws them in, and throws it says, in. "I love how the Bible describes things," right? you've watched horror movies it's about the same so all of a sudden you hear they don't hold back their bones were crunched you could hear the crunching of their bones before they even touched the ground wow that is how the bible describes it exactly uh and then last but not least and you with me this is a big deal god he is promoted he is taken care of for the rest of his life but not only that god shows him the future Mm. he writes one of the prophetic books God shows him the future, the end of the world, and he gets to write about it. Those are four incredible things. It's amazing. But Daniel learned that your prayer life affects more than just you. So let me ask y'all this. Do you think your prayer life affects more than you? And if it does, how so? Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's incredible the impact that your prayer life will have on the rest of the world around you. Because all of us really want to make a difference in this world. We really want to make an impact we really want to try to try to change culture, help people. I mean, if we're following Jesus, those are things that are big for us to want to do. But it all starts in those intimate moments with God. Yeah. Because here's the thing. When we struggle out there, it's because we're struggling with these insecurities inside of us. Yeah. We're afraid if we try to tackle that, it's too big, it's too much. I'll never I'll never be good enough. I'll never be able to handle this. I, we look in the mirror and go, this guy can't do this. But when you spend time with your father in prayer, you get that reassurance mm-hmm. that God's with you, mm-hmm. that he loves you. And that he trusts you in the moments he's putting you in. Yeah. And that's what we need to be able to have that prayer affect the world around us. Yeah, that's good. Because once you know who you are and who he says you are, it won't matter what the devil or anybody else has right. to say about you. And then you can go and help encourage people around you that are also being lied to, mm. that are believing lies about themselves that aren't true. Um, and you can start, you know, striking back and affecting the culture around you yeah you live in that yeah. freedom that comes Absolutely. from that prayer time yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and yeah. then the things that like you feel called to do or that seem scary or big or out of reach like you're i mean i feel like we're saying the same thing but like it's not scary anymore right yeah you know like that that adage that says you know if your dreams don't scare you you're not dreaming big enough i feel like that's partly true but i feel like once you've been with the father 
those kind of things don't scare you anymore. They excite you. That's right. The bigger the task, the the more psyched you are to go do it. Yeah. So anyway, I just challenge you. Have a prayer life. Go after God. Do some incredible things. Um, one of those incredible things you can do is go to Charburger. It's pretty life-changing. Onion uh, rings are yes. incredible. They, yes. they don't play. Man, they don't so play. Good. Not a game. I mean, can you believe onion can have taste that good? It, I don't know. They, they're it's the amazing. only people that can make it happen. It's amazing. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm honest with you. This, that salad I just had, that's the best salad I've had. Dude, it was amazing. It looked, it looked incredible. It was so good. That grilled chicken was amazing. But anyway, they have a Wildcat Burgers, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, Jumbo Crispy, Onion Rings. Uh, and they're open till 7 to not. So, they got uh, breakfast, too. Yeah, you can have the same experience we just did. It was life-changing. And now, Sunday, 10 to 3 p.m., they are available. Or you can call ahead and order 256-505-4720. Let's hit some music. All right, I got AC and Brady right here with Who We Are right on the Varsity. Cause we are strangers in the night We will take you far Hey, I'm Emma Colvin And I'm Elizabeth Luna And, and we, we are, are the Avril Aggies And you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show Yeah, and we have in the studio from Douglas He graduated this last year Lane Moore How you doing, man? Good, how are you? I am fantastic, and I just, man, I have never met a rodeo king or anything like that. It looks, it looks like they should have made a movie about you. So, <laughs> I think they did. It's called Eight Seconds. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, Lane, tell me this: How long have you been doing this? And uh, just tell me where you got started. Uh, my dad used to rope back, you know, way back. Yeah, way back when he was in high school, he high school rodeoed, and. Kind of just went from there. My mom ropes, just went all went from there. My papa, they started it back in the sixties. Yeah. The fifties or the or the sixties or the seventies. They started it. My papa, they were the first ones to bring roping in this part of the country. So. Yeah. Kind of just went from there. So what age though? Like what age did you actually start doing all this stuff? Seven or eight. Seven or eight. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. You you still enjoy it? Oh yeah, every day. <laughs> every day. Every day. So what's like the, the your favorite part of it and what's like the scariest part of it? Just for people who out there don't know what roping's all about. Favorite part of it is paycheck. <laughs> be it pays? Uh, yeah. So you get Show paid pretty well money. doing this? Oh yeah. Win really? first, yeah. That's that's the favorite. So I, I know I don't know what you make, but like what's a what's a good win paycheck look like for you? Five hundred. Okay. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. <clears throat> So what's the hardest or scariest part of it? If someone doesn't know what rope cap, you know, calf roping looks like, I really I, to explain. To go find, through the I process. Just, explain to what you have to do for someone that's listening on the radio. When you, well, when you rope calves, you, you leave you leave the box. The, you got two boxes. Leave the box, rope the calves, step off, lay them to the ground, tie them up. Yeah. And the scariest part, I guess, would be getting off. Okay. Your horse is still stopping. Everything's uh-huh. got to go into motion. Because you're trying to do this yes. fast as possible. Fast time wins. Wow. wow. Nice. So you want to get off that horse quickly. Yes. Yeah. Well, that could be terrifying. I can't get off a horse if it's like important. I know. Sticks. Like, stop. <laughs> like, like, I need like steps and somebody to hold my hand. You can get off it pretty quick. It just It's going to hurt a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so, that's yeah. true. That's so true. have you been riding a horse since you were eight? Earlier than that. Earlier than that. Yes, sir. Okay. So how old were you when you did that? 
Probably two or three. Two or wow. 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 Yeah. Were you probably. walking it too? Sam? Yeah. <laughs> I think I was. I didn't ride my first <laughs> horse till like 2015, and it was just a big old... Scary experience? No. Yeah. It's just a big old horse that was just made for riding, you know, like kids around. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. They always tell me that when I get on there and it throws me otherwise, off. I, otherwise, Yeah, that's the one we pony. let the kids ride on right there. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a glorified pony. Yeah. Appreciate this, that, this guys. This pony had, you know, been to one too many all-you-can-eat troughs. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, little, it's a little rotund. <laughs> hey, we are having fun with the one, the only Laymore. We're going to be back in the next few minutes, but we're going to play some awesome music for you, Steven. Here's Dante Pride. Can I turn up in your church? Yeah. You know, man, last night was crazy. Like, I had a dream last night. I had a dream. Like, then my dream, it came true. We're back with the Lane Moore and Jameson when he gets the uh, cord. <laughs> I just roped off him, of roped him with the cord. Yeah, so, yeah. I've been good job, Lane. You just looked at him and he got all roped the other up side over of the desk. He done roped me. And, That's impressive, um, Lane. Good job, man. Wow, uh, mind powers. I know. Mind yeah, powers. yeah. Jameson. Okay. Uh, do you think that you could outlast a Wonder Woman? <laughs> If I'll, need be. Well, yeah. But yeah, all right. I'll let this man's answer. Like, this? Yeah, we can. Yeah. Like, I don't that? care if you are some ancient Amazonian <laughs> race. Wow. We will throw down, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody going to rope a steer better from? than me. Wow. Um, wow. Uh, Was that a real question? No. Okay. Real question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, so we have we've been reading our, our our cheat sheet here, and man, you have won several several prizes. Several, um, and you like traveled to places like Oklahoma and Wyoming. Tell us a little bit about just just how just some things that have happened to you while you've traveled. Just interesting things like what what place seemed the funnest to you, like. And what is there anything in, in Wyoming other than you know? I got a buddy of mine who is from Montana, and he's like, "Yeah, we're big sky country." I was like, "Man, that's not saying much." When like the most you can say about your state is we got a real good view of the sky, you know? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, go ahead. That's all it is in Wyoming. Is all it dirt is dirt and hills. <laughs> is it? Is it even pretty? Like some place? Okay. Looks like looks like the desert that, somewhere that, in Nevada. Okay. Let me be honest with you. All right. Yeah. But. Oklahoma was fun. Is the funnest, I think. Guthrie, Oklahoma. Yes, and Shawnee, Shawnee, both of them. Yes. Okay. Like, what? What did you love about it? Like, well, Shawnee's Shawnee is right in the middle. Hitting Guthrie, sort of out, out on the outside. But Shawnee, there's so, there's way more stuff to do mm-hmm. in Shawnee. Like, like in Rock Springs, Wyoming, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Got to make your own fun in Rock Springs, apparently. Big Sky Country. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Big Sky Country. Part two. <laughs> so what but, would you... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to ask you what you would consider your greatest accomplishment in rodeo so far. Winning second at the uh, Little Britches Finals in all around for the world. What What exactly is Little Britches, exactly? <clears throat> it's an association built... For kids from, I think it's seven to seven to nineteen, I think. Okay. And it, it's 
to me, for little kids, it's better than the junior high rodeos because all kids can go from ages 7 to 19. And in high school, is just high school. Junior high is just junior high. And is the competition at these, like, more... <laughs> Like, is there a different level of competition at this? Yeah, you know, there's there's a different level between high school and between little britches. There's a bunch of kids that don't like the little britches because okay. all the other little kids it takes so long to run around mm-hmm. to do around. Right. But, I mean, to me, it ain't no different than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, right. You, you got second in the world. Yes, yeah. sir. Second in the world. I know, right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like two hundredth in the world. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> That's wild. Second in the world. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Here, I'm going to get an autograph when you leave. I know. I know. Uh, He's somebody. Man. He's going to quit. He's going to start making more than five, 600 a cash. <laughs> That's Jeez. awesome. It's amazing. So, uh, anyway, we have enjoyed having Lane. We're going to go to some music. We're going to come back with some more questions. The Steven Spiegel. Before you do that, let's yeah. talk about another world champion in our mind is Charburger. Mm. Uh, it is the burger of Marshall County, I think. It, it's probably first. It's, it's, it is. It might be yeah, first so in the world. It, it, it might one. be first in the world. Number, it's, number it's one. Very good. One. Number one. It sh- should be. Uh, Lane, we're back. So we got this video that we're seeing of you, right? And wow, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty incredible <laughs> to uh, say the least. What happens? What happens if you miss? Like, what happens if you throw the rope and no you time. miss? No time. Get nothing. So, like, you, it's a zero? Yep, zero. So, Big like, zero. You don't, get to, you don't get to, like, throw a rope again? Nope. I have a feeling Lane doesn't know what that's, that's like because he don't miss. I don't know about that. Like, what? look at this. Look at this. This is my... Oh, my gosh. And then this is my favorite part right here. Mine, too. Mine, too. Right here. Body oh. slam right there. <laughs> <laughs> thought I was watching WCW. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about all these, we talk about these awards you win. What's your what's your practice regiment like? I mean, what do you do like a weekly in practicing for the sport? Just rope the dummy a bunch. How how often? How often are you practicing? Every day. For for like ten minutes or hours or a- hour pretty much. And what's if that? we if we go rope like we usually rope live steers and calves about three days a week. And we'll go about 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the afternoon and rope till 10 or 11, 12 at night. Oh, wow. Just all night. Ride every horse. I got three horses. I ride them all. What's your What's your horse's names? I just... I'm so <laughs> that is important. Yeah. Bubba, Badger, and uh, the... What's his name? Gray? Moon, I think. Mm. What's your What's your favorite one you ride? Competition. That. That's good. Badger. Badger. All yeah. right. I like that. Yeah, my... Yeah, Bubba, my buckskin horse, tries to buck me off too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, so, and so when you're roping that dummy practicing, is that just just roping over yep. and over, over again. and over? Yep, working on fundamentals. All right, and that's what I mean. That's how you get better. I mean, it's really any sport, right? You yes. just do it muscle over. memory. There you go. There muscle you go. memory. That's, that's impressive. So you were talking about this earlier. You were going to Wyoming State? Montana State. Montana, Montana. Yes. Sorry, I was out of there. Uh, but you have Montana State and you, the future, what you want to see in the future with this? Rope. Pro. Oh. Go. Try Pro. to make try to make the NFR, the national finals. Wow. That's it. Wow. Just make a living. Rope Doing that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and when you get to that level, that means sponsorships and stuff like that. Yes, Correct? Sir. Okay. Yes, sir. And so uh, at what age can you begin doing that? Just out of curiosity. 18. 18. 18, you can buy your pro card. Okay. And go to rodeoing for 
go to a rodeo in full time. So you're going to start doing that? Yes, sir. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. Incredible. So you're going to college. What do you? What's your degree? What do you? I mean, what are you going for? Ag business. Ag business. Yes, sir. I like that. See, we just learned a whole lot in that little conversation. It, it goes with the. It goes with the the whole field. I mean, rope and ag business. I mean, yes, that's sir. good. You know, because I. You. I mean, it's, it's the thing. Are you a cowboy? Yes, sir. That's what. <laughs> I yeah, it's a cowboy. Like I don't get to meet too many like authentic cowboys. Like, like you for people, real. Yeah, people for real. say they're cowboys, but he's talking about going up with a guy and roping calves mm-hmm. and working with a guy. That's I mean, this is a real deal. I didn't know yeah, we still cool. had those around here. There ain't many. There ain't many. <laughs> there ain't many. <laughs> wow. There ain't many. That's incredible, Lane. Uh, hey, we're gonna go to some music. We'll come back with some fun questions in the next few minutes. This is gonna be fun after this. And. I- if it hadn't already, but the funny <laughs> questions. Anyway, so Stephen hit a, hit some music. Right, your social club misfits and Crowder with Testify. I was falling apart when heaven rescued me. Recovered my heart, I want the world to see. I can testify, testify. And we are back. Yes, we are. With Blaine. Who is amazing. Authentic cowboy okay, human being. I'm sorry. Blaine? I did. I have Lane. That's my buddy's, that's my buddy's my from goodness. Montana. That's this guy his name. is second in the world. Hey, hey he's going to mess his name up. I've had Lane, I've had zero sleep. <laughs> Quite literally, I work Quite. night shift. Mm. My buddy Blaine from Montana. Yeah. Blaine, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Temporarily anyway, we're here forgiven. with Lane, the last cowboy um, in Marshall County. As I far like as I'm it. Concerned. <laughs> I um, like it. And we've just been here talking about roping cows and 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 like wrestling steers and whatnot. Never, I did not think this is the conversation I was going to be having today. Me either. But I'm so glad I'm having it. Yeah, I saw it's a straight good. up body slam on one. Yeah, that was like, incredible. Has it, it like ain't nobody trying to rob Mr. Lane because. He will find you. He will rope you. And he'll get his wallet back. You will die. He has, you a, will. He has a very particular set of skills. <laughs> yeah. And he was just sharing with us about his practice regimen. And, uh, like, it, it's just incredible to see the passion that you have for this. And, uh, you know, um, is this is the sport, to you, is it getting more popular? Is it is it growing more? I think it is. With the, with the little youth rodeo associations, it's growing. Mm-hmm. If we keep it that way, it'll keep growing. If not, it's just going to die out. What are some of the things that you've learned from rodeo? Some of the the things that it's taught you and that it's given you? Patience. Mm -hmm. Responsibility. The big one. Mm -hmm. Responsibility and patience. is Patience as in I went to eight rodeos before we left and didn't catch a cow. Mm. And responsibility as in it's just like being on your own. It's just like getting out of school, going mm-hmm. off. You by yourself. I mean, ain't nobody. There's no one there to make you and, and push you. Yep. and It's all on you. It's all on you. you the man. Wow. That's wow. it. Quentin? Uh, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I was, I'm watching this video. I'm watching I know, right? It's impressive. Sorry. It's uh, impressive. Yeah, so here, here's the thing. When you talk about that patience and you talk about the responsibility and the sport is growing – um, we learn lessons from everything in life, you know, yes, and, and of course sports too. Um, is there anything that you talk about patience and you talk about responsibility? How is it? How has this this sport helped you kind of 
find your place in the world like is is it been how's that progress went for you as you've grown up i know for me like i played football and it helped me kind of understand who i was as in football what about you in this sport has it helped you kind of understand who you are and what you're supposed to do And, and, and have you made like relationships who do you look up to in this sport that's helped you kind of kind of get to that spot the the people i look at my dad my my parents my parents uh dustin buchanan from a buddy of mine from georgia that has helped me push me and ryan vanderplume my will be my coach and then the lord pretty much i mean like look up to all them you know before i rope i pray before i still wrestle i pray you know just ask for safe runs safe travels take it as it is wow pretty much so your faith you integrate your faith into your sport yes is that is that normal in your sport do you see that a lot or is that something that's kind of hard for you sometimes it it's kind of hard i mean it is but it's getting better like going out there's a bunch like there's a bunch of people that they there's a bunch of people that's put it in the sport now which is getting better and bigger and better <clears throat> which is better for the sport i think yeah. i mean yeah. that's good well after that really serious question <laughs> i liked it a lot uh tell us and, and this doesn't have to happen in your sport but it we cer- certainly surely you have Tell us about an embarrassing moment you've had. Like we do this with every athlete over 200 that we've interviewed. <laughs> Tell us about an embarrassing moment. Everybody's got one uh, that happened either during practice, you know, on the trip, something like that during the event. Something in that category. Falling on your falling down, pretty much like rope calf, step off in front of God knows how many people. Yeah. <laughs> wham on your back oh, of your head man. yeah that that's that's bad yeah that's bad because you just like air all your pride goes <laughs> oh, the ground. Man. how many times that happened to you a bunch <laughs> Quite a few. More than- well, oh, man. Quite i hear a few. you man well lane we have i i speak i think for all of us we've very much enjoyed having absolutely. you absolutely yes sir. i appreciate y'all having me and uh man we hope that you go pro we hope yeah. that just incredible yes. things come to you and uh i'm going to email you then and go hey remember that time we like, <laughs> talked you know we, we went and got friends. your autograph <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so man it has been a blast yeah. just yeah we want to encourage you i think i'd also speak for everyone just want to encourage you to keep being a light uh, to your sport and, yeah, uh, you know that your influence uh, for Christ just continue to grow. Yes, yeah. yeah, man, it has been an honor to have Lane. And hey, we're gonna go to some music, and uh, we'll be back with some freestyle. Here's I got it, T. Wyla, Armand, wake up, and Jonathan Baker right here on the varsity. almost sustained at that time but that means it's time for freestyle uh so the the way this works is that i've got um some well usually some trivia questions this one's a little bit different but i've got three sort of things that you can answer um i'm gonna ask you the first one and then you'll call in answer that and then answer two more and then you'll be the winner of two tickets to the boaz nine cinema 
Two, so two, two. two free movie tickets with all these great yeah. summer movies out. There are a lot of good movies There's on a right ton. now. Yeah, summer. It's Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. I haven't seen Lion King yet. Lion King. Lion King. I saw the, the first see. one, and that's the only one. There's an amazing Toy. surprise in the middle of Lion King. Really? Are you talking about the lyric? Okay. Huh? Don't the ruin it. Do not ruin it. I'm not going to say anything. Oh, my goodness. Quit spoiling things. Oh, Oh, yeah. from another yeah, no, Disney yeah. movie in there. That I, when I heard it, I just it made me laugh <laughs> it was out loud. Hilarious. It's yeah. great. Also, just know Toy Story 4 made me cry. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, cry. yeah that's so I want to say that, the whole too. Crew, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah man. I'm not going to say anything further in case anybody hasn't seen it. I, I just yeah. couldn't you know, believe You can say Sid. things about Lion King because it's been out since 1994. It's but true. I couldn't believe Sid came back to, like, you know, take all the toys hostage and, like, you know... Quit trying wow. to be a spoiler. Start wow. his own social network. Except that is not fake the news. Fake, fake news. news. Anyway, on the on the Mark's Nicholas Good movie Cage and Lion King, that was also a big surprise. <laughs> didn't you're just full of it? They are coming. Two free movie tickets to Boas Nine Cinema on the table here. So where we're none of that do. happens. What <laughs> Toby Maguire playing the Green Goblin? Whatever. In the okay, movie. go what ahead. Is, what is going on? <laughs> That's the best one. All right. So what I've got is I've got three species within an animal and all the animals are things that people are scared of so i've got three sets of species so if we were talking about dogs i would say great dane poodle chihuahua and of course the answer would be dogs so that's the way it's got gonna it. work except the answer will be animals that people are usually scared of yes so call in 256-505-0885 with the answer to what animal has brown recluse, black widow, and granddaddy longleg varieties? Come on, guys, you can do this. 25650. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Hey, Carla, you're on with the Varsity Radio Show. Hi. Right. So what animal that people are usually scared of is a brown recluse, black widow, and granddaddy longleg? It's a spider. Yes! Oh, right. Now time for the, the next two. So a water moccasin, garden variety of this animal, and a king cobra. Snake? Yes! Snake is correct. Right. This is a little bit more challenging. People are usually scared of these when they're in their home. So there's a house variety of these, a wood variety of these, a deer type, and a field type. Rats. Oh Rats, mice, yes. Yeah, Any of got that, it. That is correct. You were quick on that one. Are you scared Spiders, of mice? snakes, and mice, oh my. <laughs> Nobody likes mice. Thank you for calling in, and you have won two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. Stay on the line. Steven will let you know how you can pick those up. Good Thank job. You. Thank you for listening. I'm a yeah. snake. I'm a silly little snake. All of you, <laughs> all of you can be winners if you'll just head over to the great, wonderful Charburger. Mm. Charburger, mm. tasty, home of the famous Chargrill Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, Jumbo Onion Crispy Onion Rings, and why they didn't put this on there? The milkshake. They got a Dr. Pepper milkshake. Ladies and a on. peanut butter one. And that a peanut is butter one. Life-changing. It is yes. real. Dr. Pepper milkshake. We have drank it in this studio before. If you're a vanilla guy happened. like me, they have chocolate ice cream. You can get a chocolate milkshake. They have bark root beer. If you're a vanilla guy. You mean vanilla, like bland, like bland, cardboard. normal. Like yeah. Tom Brady. Normal you know, guy. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was hurtful to that <laughs> man. Don't hurt his feelings. Like, you know, 
if you get the Tom Brady milkshake, you just have to like run five yards and like throw a check down. Anyway, never mind. Anyway, football. <laughs> hey, this wonderful, magical place is located at 3848 Alabama Highway 69, Gunnersville, Alabama. And you can call Alabama. ahead if you'd like to place your order in it hat and it be ready for you the second you get there at 256 505 4720. Steven? Awesome. There's that goose. So this is... <laughs> that's an inside joke we have. That horn sounds like a goose. But um, this is the time where we tell you where you can find us throughout the week. On social media, that's on Facebook, uh, unofficial of RC Radio Show. We do updates there, but also during the show we have our live stream, so you can check that out. Yeah, you can check us out on Instagram as well at Varsity underscore Radio underscore Show, and on Twitter at Varsity Radio eight eight five. And then also we put up a podcast of each show the Wednesday after it happens. So tomorrow, today's podcast will be up, and that's Varsity Radio Show on Apple. Um, Apple Podcasts and Google Play Music so you can check that out we're so glad that you joined us I I was thinking about a few things I didn't say on the show the man Quentin Williams uh, his ministry is where me and my wife met so it was a pretty big deal to have you with us today I count it as one of my top 10 (laughs) things a ministry's ever accomplished that's right see I'm taking that I'm taking that a little bit of matchmaking that's right that's right and uh, I, I'm glad that he was around, and I mm-hmm. met my incredible wife. So, <laughs> thanks, Quentin. Uh, it's, uh, uh, that's the little things. I do what I can. So yeah, I yeah. Can. We always called him Q, uh, and so most of you from his church probably do. Secondly, next week is our two-year anniversary of the Varsity Radio Show. That's a big deal. That's a huge. Pretty excited about that. And then last but not least, because I, I want to go ahead and give y'all a week to mourn, mm-hmm. uh, the amazing, he's been with us for quite a while, May 2018, uh, he's become a good friend of mine, he's contributed so much to the show, the Brad Hudson will be leaving our show. I know. Yeah. I can hear people crying through the, the radio right Sad now. Sad noises. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, anyway... That's rough. And so I, I am I am just missing you already. It is it is with a heavy heart that I must depart the show. Yeah, and uh, it's been a great experience on the oh, show. Oh wow. Here we go. Here it comes. Yeah, I'm feeling it. But after this ad, but um it's, it's this has been a great experience and like the way this all started with me running into uh Ricky Phillips at Taco Bell and him inviting me for in for an interview and um him seeing my, I was studying drum major scores on the Taco Bell table because I had gotten um, my my sheet music that I was supposed to be able to conduct by the end of band camp like that that Saturday, and I had to have him ready. So I was at Taco Bell just kind of where I could be alone, just looking at the scores and stuff. And Ricky wished me good luck on my tests on the on the way out, and yeah. uh, I was like, oh no, this was drum major music. He's like, oh hey, we're starting up a radio show for uh, like through with partnering with FCA, we're gonna have high schoolers in the to interview would you would you be interested in that and it all began yeah so from there show three i ended up here so yeah if you want to go listen to a really awesome podcast that'd be week three (laughs) you can catch that on apple uh music podcast yeah um, he's actually going down it was august the 23rd 2017 the the moment we met brad wow 
And so, yeah. uh, anyway, we started the show August the 14th, 2017. Big deal. But, man, we are going to miss Brad. And next week, though, we're going to be celebrating the varsity. We're going to be celebrating Brad. And, uh, hey, come back and join us. 2.30 to 4.30. Same varsity play. Same varsity time. Hey, we'll see you next week. This is the Varsity Radio Show. Reminding you to go forth and spread the message of essential oils. <laughs> what is that? Now, uh, you got to stay classy and don't you go changing. <laughs> <laughs>